Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. Welcome to the Donna and Steve extravaganza on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. You said it, mama. Thanks, man. Bringing man back, member. Oh, man. Hey, yeah. man. Hey, man. I'm going to try mama, I think. No. Slater used to call Jesse that in Saved by the Bell. Mario mm. Lopez, Elizabeth Berkeley. Yeah. Hey, mama. I do call one of my good friends mama. Is this friend older than you? Or, no. Or well, does she have children? Uh, no. No. Well, uh. we call each other mama. Hey, mama. Oh. How you doing, mama? Cute. Anytime I start a text, it's oh. always, hey, mama. I like, uh, I don't know why, somebody pointed that, I thought it sounded weird when you would hear women say to other women, like, hey, lady, and then they were like, Or how about, hey, B word. Whoa. That used to be a big thing. I had a friend who called me wench. (laughs) These are from your country days. No, prior to. Really? Yes. But I thought it was weird, like, oh, hey, lady. (laughs) But then I realized, like, I'm always like, hey, man, what's up? And if I say, hey, man, or what's up, dude? It's the same thing. I don't like when people call me honey when they're like younger than me. Give me. Oh, that's uh, weird. uh, Like Ryan would do that. Ryan Purpich. (laughs) Actually, you wouldn't do that. He's still alive. Like even females. Like, oh, honey, don't worry about it. Hi, honey. Oh, Oh, you don't like that. What about if it's a waitress? Because if there is a waitress who calls me honey or hun, I boom, your tip upgraded. Mm -hmm. Only if her name is Flo. Yeah, it's sweet. Yeah, no, that's fine. I get that a lot back in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where it's, it's you know. Hey, hun. Okay, hun. I think you're either a hun person or you're not. She like Julia, Julia in the office here. That's because she doesn't yes. know our names. She doesn't know people's names. <laughs> yeah, that's not because of her heart. That is not a reflection of the state of her heart <laughs> yeah, see, humanity. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind when she's like, hi, honey. That's fine. Yeah, she just she's just <laughs> not recalling the name in the moment. It's a quick coverall. That's Because it hilarious. feels good. In the same way that the waitress doesn't know your name, Julia doesn't. Very similar. But it makes you, both people know that it's going to make you feel good, right? right. The waitress knows. Right. Julia knows. That's funny. That's funny. It's fine. Uh, let's see how much money our listeners have raised. Holy I moly. know. Wait, wait. Tell me, wait let me go there. Holy cow. <gasps> it makes me want to cry. Okay. Oh. Okay. You see it? I'm having trouble. Here we go. Okay, now he's going there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, whoa. What? Holy oh. Hannah. Oh, and some of the messages that people write. Well, let me tell the listener the number. The money raised so far by you, my talkers, for Ukraine, as we partner with Alight, who is helping to get supplies and 
uh, needed items to refugees who have uh, escaped Ukraine. With nothing, basically. Left Ukraine. $53,370 have been raised for this. Thank you. Wow. That is amazing. Words aren't enough. Just to say thank you doesn't feel like it's enough. It doesn't. Well, you know, and we were joined yesterday live on the show in the uh, third hour by a man named Igor. Igor, who works with Alight, and we spoke to him while he was in Poland. And you could hear how... Stressed out. How tired how how stressed out, how weighty the situation feels. And yeah. when I ask, you know, like, what do what do you see from the Ukrainian people as they cross the border and they get to Poland? And he said, I see a lot of fear. And he talked about how long it takes to, because sometimes like you're crossing the border and then he spoke with one family who then had to walk. Imagine you had to leave your home because war had suddenly be, entered your town mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they go to get out of Dodge and then they have to walk 20 hours. Yeah, 20 hours, this family, um, just to get to a place where they could then find them and be pointed in the next direction where they right. then get onto a bus and go to a different place. It's, yeah, there's like a reception area and from there, ugh. then they have to place you and you're talking over a million people. What was it? One point seven million people. It's just it's oh, just so heartbreaking. So thank you to everybody. Our most recent donors, Mary and Wanda and Julia. Really? We have an anonymous $100 uh, and $50 uh, donors, Bonnie and Nancy. Thank you, guys. All of you. Thank you so much. Yeah, and you'll still have opportunities to give today. So if you feel anxiety when you consider the situation in Ukraine, you feel sadness, you feel overwhelmed, you don't know what to do, we think a really good antidote to all of that stress and sadness is doing a little bit of good. And so you can do good, and our uh, friends at Alight, just, they do God's work there in helping people in times of great distress. So your money will be put to great use. MyTalk1071.com. Uh, it'll be right there on the main page. If you have any trouble finding it, you can always use the keyword Ukraine. Right. Okay. I did see that um, McDonald's and Starbucks closed all their uh, businesses in Russia. I didn't know they had so many in Russia. I didn't either. 850 stores in Russia. I know they also uh, closed 108 stores in Ukraine. They are continuing to pay workers. Um, And in Russia, they've got about 62,000 employees um, at McDonald's, and they're paying them as well. So that's that's fantastic. They say that 9% McDonald's McDonald's is going to take a financial hit for for making the stand. 9% of McDonald's global revenue comes from Russia. And so, you know, they're they're taking it on the chin financially there to say we do not stand with Russia. Right. We stand with the people of Ukraine. Right. Okay. So do you want to talk about my cookie or you want to save that for later? Oh, my Well, God. here's the problem. Whoa. Donna was raving about this cookie yesterday saying she discovered the best Girl Scout cookie that ever. she had ever come across. I'm like, holy cow, I need like to eat eight more of these. They're so good. So There's, there's a sign-up sheet by the coffee pot. Did you know somebody's selling them here? Oh, oh no. Donna, you could get in. What's I've already got two boxes. Uh, I don't remember. You should get tan and freeze them. Ooh. It's like a pecan kind of a thing. She's getting them out of her satchel now. Anyway, she then raved about it yesterday. They're, then, they're gluten-free. Then Rocco came over. And tried one yesterday, and he was like, oh, yeah, these are good. 
So she gave me one this morning, and I was like, oh my gosh, the long-talked-about cookie. I'm, I'm thinking, like, you're going to lose great. your mind. And bear in mind, like, I love biscotti. I love, mm-hmm. like, the right cookie with coffee. Guys, it's a garbage cookie. This is not just not the best cookie ever. It's, I think, for my money, the worst Girl Scout cookie <gasps> that they offer. Oh, my gosh. What? I, listen, Who, what? I love the Girl Scouts. Any Girl Scouts out there, I love you. Let I want go, you to do great. Hold on. I'm gonna go Sell the Thin Mints. Sell the uh, Samoas, the the Adventurefuls. Those are the new ones. Whatever this, I can't even comment on that yet because I just need to make sure that that's not, not this it. pecan thing. Okay. It, it was so bad. It's, it was like a disc. Uh, Adventurefuls are like a, a disc, and then it has a caramel thing on top with some chocolate that okay. is drizzled. She's yelling she's from coming. outside. Yeah, there. she's coming. Toffee tastic. Okay, that's not it. Toffee Ladies and gentlemen, skip, run no. from them. They are one note Can in flavor. Can somebody call us and you like, support it, me? Yeah. You want it to turn into something more flavor wise? No, it it's never perfect. does. It is, it's one note. It's dry. There's almost like a bech to it. It's, if oh, you like pecan sandy, you'll them. like the. Yes. So these are, uh, they have little bits of. Toffee. toffee bits and they're rich and buttery they're gluten-free Uh-oh. because they're made with rice flour so good oh, it's, they're like crumbly mm. terrible just truly the worst girl scout cookie you know and you and i have such wow. a united heart when it comes to candy. candy so the fact that we would split this much on cookies i'm not a cookie person either we had ross try it ross our podcast guy who handles podcast things here um at the station he said a six and then you after i left the room got him to round up to a 6.5 but it's just you it's just girls got cookies are so good and this is terrible don would you be willing to try a bite yes you would okay so we'll take a little break okay and if you want to call in with your girl scout thoughts if i'm right or if donna's right or whatever you want to say you can they're toffee-tastic Gluten-free. 641 uh, We'll have Dawn try it live on the air oh. when we come back. How about that? Okay. Uh, we'll do that. Stay, stick around. We have a uh, jam-packed show of all sorts of goodies. Coming up, it's Dawn and Steve on My Talk. Hey, Steve, drop and give me 50. Okay. Well, really? Yeah, I'm very motivated by clear instructions when it comes to fitness. Well, then you should join the Y. They offer personal trainers who can help you reach your wellness goals with guidance and accountability. Join the Y by March 17th and get $17 enrollment with no dues till May. 29, 30. Join at ymcanorth.org. Okay, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Producer Dawn McLean. Is going to taste test what I deem to be the best Girl Scout cookie ever okay. made. Now, I deem it to be the worst Girl Scout cookie <laughs> ever made. Dawn? Yeah. This we is... need your honest opinion. We both love you. You have nothing to lose here. Okay. We just want your unvarnished, honest opinion. And we would encourage you to chew it a little bit. Don't You don't have to immediately put it in your mouth and say, here's what I think. Like, yeah, you, you just can wait give it 10 until or 15 you, seconds. Yeah, wait until the terrible aftertaste sets in. <laughs> now, um, I I have been paid to be a, a product tester before in my my times. Oh, oh of, now um, she's requesting payment. No, uh, you know when it, there were hard times, and you're like, oh, I'll, I'll oh, find this little oh, thing on yes. you know, and you go taste yes. products for yes. people. So the packaging. <laughs> let me start. Oh. With that, uh, <laughs> packaging is incredible. I would rate it a two because it's small. Okay. What is this? You only get one tube. 
You it's only like, get one tube. You get one tube. tube. Why are they assuming that people that are gluten-free just want one tube? I yeah. have no idea. Great question. Okay, so I'm going to chew it, but I'm not going to leave the mic on. Thank you. Okay? Okay, okay so, so you I'm do your thing. Mouth, Steve so. and I will discuss. The, the cookie in question here is called Toffee-tastic. And it is just a... a bad name, by the way. Yeah, tastic shouldn't be involved. Because tastic, I put with an ex- exclamation point. No, it's Toffee-tastic. <laughs> it's terrible. In, like, fun letters. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, the, even the way they've written it on there it's almost like they're they're describing it instead of naming it so, oh my god this is so good oh ah, no woo! this is like a short cusp cut uh short crust pastry yes it's, it's it's a baked good very buttery it's like a bakewell tart um the outside shell of it it's very buttery mm. I love it so much that no. I can eat the entire me tube too. right now. Oh, me gosh. too. You need to get it away from me. This okay. is so Oh good. my gosh. Pri- I will. This is definitely in my top two now. No wow. way. My first is a peanut butter sandwich, which is old school. Yes. Like a peanut butter cookie that had the, it's kind of like an Oreo, except it has peanut butter inside. Yes. But this is number two. I do like wow. those other peanut butter ones. I mean, the, the whole thing. Yes. So. Okay. You, you, you'll just, you know, you'll. Go for a walk around the block later and you'll be fine. Wow. Um, <laughs> I mean, Steve, I don't understand. Like, what would you like? Thin mints to me are meh. Oh, put the thin mints in the freezer. Yeah. Now you've got yourself a treat. Nah, what about I mean, the, I would uh, crumble it on ice cream maybe, but not to eat it as just a plain old cookie. Oh, man. I Well, listen, the only thing that I thought that cookie, the toffee-tastic, was missing was flavor. <laughs> Some element of moisture um, and whatever the absence of chalk consistency is. Okay, all right. It's like the best shortbread cookie you've ever had. It's like crumbly and... Oh, it has that toffee little bits in it. Yes. Listen to me. I mean, I hate descriptive words I know, and you're killing it. Going overboard here. Okay. I'm you glad. would love so this. So at least I know that I've like seen. some milk. Oh. oh or coffee. Mm. Friends, for those of us who are on team, Steve, this is the kind of cookie that you would see people emote this way if they found it in a post-apocalyptic movie. <laughs> where they were like, wait, a remnant from the past. And then they would devour it. Oh. That's really weird. I just that kept you don't waiting think- for flavor. Why it's bursting with flavor from oh, that's why when God. I first tasted with butter. Oh. Yes. The first time I had it, I was like, Holy cow, this is the best cookie I've had in a long, long time. It seems oh. like it would be that for you though. <laughs> <laughs> like because it's so much you I just don't know. You know, you're maybe you're right. I don't know. I, I think I think that I told Donna this morning that I asked, how many of your taste buds do you think long ago were like, all right, we're retired. She's not using us. We're going to leave now because uh-huh. she has a very yeah. basic, basic sort of, uh, you know, a bland, kind of a bland. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Diet. Like your diet is what doctors prescribe in the days after a stomach flu when they're like, take it easy. <laughs> you know, and you're just getting your body used easy. to having solids again. That's how I would describe the flavor. There, you know, there is you. There might be something to what you're saying because I had coworkers before where I've had like a a protein bar, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys, this protein bar is so good, it's like candy, and then I'll give it to them to taste, and they'll be like, what is this? <laughs> because they're used to having Snickers and things like yes. that, and I'm used to. Eating protein bars, yeah. you know, and they're <laughs> just right. like, Donna, this tastes nothing like candy. For somebody, from somebody who's had quite a few desserts and baked a lot of things, this is really good. Yeah, now that's what gives you some real sway here is your baking <laughs> prowess. Me, um, and that's, yeah, that's uh, tough. It reminds me of um, on Great British Bake Off. I don't think you guys watch it. No, there's a guy named Andrew who has red hair, and he had a recipe for million dollar bars, and it reminds me of the base of that. Mmm, that sounds oh. good. And then it has a layer of caramel and then chocolate on top. Yeah, see, it's good. Steve, remember when I made you? Now, if they added caramel to that, we'd be moving in the right direction. But the toffee is mm-hmm. what's replacing the caramel. Oh. Uh, Remember when I made you and, and Purpich try uh, shirataki? Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this is so good. It's like 10 calories and it's like eating a plate of spaghetti. And it's tofu, yes. but the, but it's like spaghetti noodles. Mm-hmm. So I would make it like I would make spaghetti, Parmesan cheese on top. Mm-hmm. And you guys were like, no. It would be like no. if they <laughs> cut up in spaghetti shapes a sham wow. <laughs> and you're like, what I am I? It. What is this consistency? Right, it's fighting back. <laughs> I'm moving on. Things that make you go. Sixty second version. Let's see here. All right. Well, I w- let me tell you this one. This is a crazy one about Carrie Fisher. Uh, Carrie Fisher once apparently <laughs> sent a severed cow's tongue <gasps> inside of a Tiffany box to a predatory Hollywood producer who assaulted her friend. <gasps> She oh. said, the I, next, re- I heard this story. The next delivery will be something of yours in a much smaller box. Should he ever attack another woman again? <laughs> I get it. Wow, I Carrie Fisher. Is it that She's something? A Did she sign her name? Uh, I don't have to answer that. Okay, because you don't know. That is good. That's fine. It didn't. Seems Matt. like she would be blacklisted. Right? Yeah, but she fought back. Yeah, she, that's good. Pre, prior to the Me Too movement, too. She was like, wait a minute. How about a severed cow's tongue in a Tiffany box? What year do you think that was? Matt LeBlanc was down to his last $11 when he landed his role on Friends. When the cast got their checks, he treated himself to dinner. Oh, I like him. I love that. I love that Showtime show that he was on, whose name I can't Uh, recall. Close. He's really good because he played this curmudgeon, you know. But he played himself, right? But he was just this cranky guy who was What's like, "What's the name of it?" Uh, sure. the no, no. <laughs> I don't know. I'll 
find out. I'll have the name of it for you. And the voice of uh, Yoda in Star Wars was also the voice of Cookie Monster and Miss Piggy, of course, the legendary Frank Oz. Okay. Uh, when you come, uh, when we come back, if you see something, say something. No, that's not cut yet. Uh, when we come back, <laughs> three female actors who have walked away and done some interesting things with their time. Tell you about it next. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk. 1071 Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Don McLean hanging with us for hour Hello. one. Hello, girl. I mean, hey, man. Yeah, hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Were you saying, hey, man, yesterday on International Women's Day, too? Yes. <laughs> Were you? Uh, yes. <laughs> this is interesting. I have uh, three little quick hit stories on three major female movie stars. Okay. And what they did with some time off. Let us begin again with Renee Zellweger, who you might remember... From Jerry Maguire. Yeah, her new show kicked off yesterday. Her series. Yeah. The thing about thing Pam. About Pam. Yeah. Um, so we mentioned she was on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon earlier this week, and that was where we heard her. What was she talking about yesterday? Remember? Uh, oh, she went to take international law classes. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, she's just you know wicked smart and dedicated, and thought you know what? Let's try some different stuff in my life while I take a little time away from acting. We also learned uh, in that same interview that, you know, at the back of the 2020 Oscars, when she won for her portrayal of Judy Garland in Judy, she was telling Jimmy Fallon that uh, she wanted to stay grounded heading into the Oscars, didn't want it to get to her head. You know, then you got the limo coming to get you and it's a whole thing and it feels very highfalutin instead she rented, she said, the only, uh, the, the only hotel room that she could find in and around the Kodak Theater or whatever it's called now, um, right there on Hollywood Boulevard. She rents a room and stays there the night before, gets dolled up there, and said she decided to walk to the Oscars in heels and everything. Like, oh I'm gosh. going to the Oscars in this gown and in these really heels. Close. She said, I wanted to be grounded when I go in. I just want to get in touch with my family. I want to talk to my mom and dad and my brother and do things that keep you grounded before you go in. So I have a couple of rituals. This is Renee Zellweger telling Jimmy Fallon this and things that I like to do before I go. I like to walk. I don't like to get in the car with the long limo ride. So she just said, I'm going to do this. I don't recommend it, but it is a, it's good exercise for keeping you grounded. It was raining that night. So I was extra grounded when I got there. Seriously. She said, because as you know, you don't exactly love the idea of like the rain comes on, you've been fully glammed up. Now right. you're maybe not feeling the same way, but she doesn't like getting out and it's all the crazy and people who are screaming. So she says she just tries to sort of sneak in behind all of them. I love that. Walking her way onto the carpet. I think and that's great. Yeah, wearing heels. I think it was how long did they say? Did they say a half a mile? It was a it was She's also a runner. So for her that was nothing. But in those heels, it was something. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I would have worn some Uggs and then changed. Yeah, and just, just throw, throw them in the, the garbage. garbage. <laughs> oh. Exactly. <Yeah. laughs> throw them in a dumpster, put your new fancy shoes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all watched Mare of Easttown. Yay? Yay. Oh, yay. So good. Loved Kate Winslet in it. Uh, she was telling, uh, People has a write-up today about what she did. She took a little time away as well. And she did that after playing Mare in Mare of Easttown. 
she said that she just needed a reset. So she needed to take a little bit of time away. Uh, she is now 46, by the way, Kate Winslet, and said, I just took the last year off, wanted to be with my family, and to recover from Mayor of Easttown. It was good to have a bit of a reset. It seems like that was an intense role. Yeah, I think so. She also mentioned that it was grueling physically as well. She said she really needed to stay on top of her health, not because that she needed to look like she had a fit body, but she had to do a lot of running in the show. She had to physically yeah. do a lot of tackling and fighting and arresting people. Yeah. And so she's like, if I'm taking like these big men down to the ground, I need to make sure that I'm in the shape where I could do that without gasping for breath when I deliver, you know, the next line of dialogue. So she said, I just got to take some time off. She's got uh, three kids, eight, 18 and 21. and wow. just needed to. With that Ned rock and roll reset. guy. Is that right? His name is Ned Rock and Roll. That's not his real name. His name. He changed it. His name is Ned Rock and Roll. Isn't he the son of the, who's the Virgin uh, Atlantic guy? Richard Branson. Isn't that his son? He's married to. Atlanta. Are you serious? I think so. Wow, wow, Donna. I know stuff, guys. Let's just make sure. Maybe let's fact check really quick. Look it up. Look Uh, it up. So we're trying to see, is Kate Winslet married into the Virgin Atlantic is Richard Branson's son, Kate Winslet's husband. Is Richard Branson, Kate Winslet's father-in-law. Kate Winslet, husband, Ned Rock and Roll. Uh, let's see here. This is great. This could go either way. I'm looking at Donna's face right now. She does not have confidence. Will this be a promo? <laughs> Will it be? Will, Will it be? No! Will it be? What are you finding, Donna? Uh, okay, so while vacationing, Sir Richard Branson, uh, on Sir Richard Branson's estate, remember this happened? Uh, she met this guy. Who was going by Ned Rock and Roll at the time? I don't know. Uh oh. Oh no. Mm, I don't know. Unconfirmed at this point. Uh, yeah, unconfirmed. But his name is Ned Rock and Roll. That's that is his name. One of her children's name is Bear. Bear Rock and Roll. Bear is eight. Bear Joe and Mia. You can sense that you know she got a little more loosey goosey as time went on, right? The baby of the family, your bear. Mm. This is Joe. <laughs> this is Joe Rock and Roll. That's pretty good. My three-year-old. That's a nice upgrade. And it's one word, rock and roll. Really? Rock and roll. There's no way that guy's related to Richard Branson. Yeah, you're probably right. No, I don't know. You have to have some confidence to to do that. That's true. And if you are heir to the Richard Branson throne. You're definitely not. Just because you were on his boat once. Donna rounded it up. I know this is unlike Donna to kind of misread a, a headline or misremember something and then float it out there as fake news. She had people throwing, actively throwing avocados away a couple of weeks ago. She said, well, you know, because of the deaths. Yeah, no one was dying from eating avocados. What? He is. Ned Rock and Roll. Ned Rock and Roll. Born Abel Smith. He is Richard Branson's nephew. Nephew. Okay, okay. I was close. Yeah, I was give close. Credit okay. for that. Okay. Give because credit. there was a fire on his island, and she I went bet. in and saved his... Um, she went into the fire in the house and saved, like, an elderly person, who I think was related to Richard Branson. Okay, I'm going to go. This is a great story. <laughs> hey, is. but we got to the bottom of it. We did. Nephew. Nephew. Yes, okay. okay. All right. Uh, Cameron Diaz. I've heard of her. And you don't like her. 
She's um, married to that. Uh, no, we don't have to do that. Okay. <laughs> Just... But she is like Benji Madden or something That's like that. Right. Good job. Thank you. She uh, retired from acting back in 2014. I think that was a good choice. Donna. What? Yeah, me too. Okay. <laughs> uh, now I read this story and I'm like, I need to watch the holiday before the snow melts. Oh, I need to watch the holiday. Oh, God. Kill me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I love that movie. That's before oh, Jude Law had taste in roles. Donna! What? Thank you, Donna, for agreeing with me. I was forced to watch that. She was, too. She was, her acting was so bad. She's, yeah, she was, she was, when she was cast in The Mask, there's a reason why she was cast. Mm-hmm. She was pretty. <sighs> she is very beautiful. Well, funny that you say that, because she is talking about uh, life now that she's no longer actively acting. She says her appearance is, quote, the last thing that she thinks about after stepping away from acting, saying, I literally do nothing. I like never wash my face. Of course not. She said maybe once or twice a month. I don't know. Well, she said it started to feel a little toxic spending so much time in front of the mirror every day as an actress. Like this, okay. You are in the mirror. Mm -hmm. You're looking at yourself. You're Mm -hmm. trying to beautify yourself, and then you start to pick yourself apart as well. And you're, she says, I've like bought into the, you know, the vanity beauty thing mm-hmm. before at different times in my life. Because she also modeled. Yeah, she said it's hard not to, though. It's hard not to look at yourself, but then judge yourself against other markers of beauty. And I think that's one of the biggest things. The last eight years. And then she went on to say, quote, girl, I'm like wild. I'm like a wild animal, like a beast. Man, so she doesn't do anything? No, she says it's the last thing that she thinks about on a daily basis is her appearance. And she said, I literally do nothing. I like never wash my face twice a month. If I'm lucky, I'll be like, oh, I better put this on. One time works, right? Like, is that all I have to do? I'm just not in that place right now where I put any energy into that. Hmm. And she's just That's totally great. stepped away and... That is great. That's a real change. I'm sure it's a relief. Yeah. And for the I, I record. I go like I, three days. One time I was, it was Sunday night. And I'm like, I haven't looked at myself in the mirror for three days. Yeah. Oh, what that do I must look be like? so freeing. What do I look? And then I asked MC. I'm like, he goes, oh, I mean, you know, you have eyeliner on one eye, but not on the other. <laughs> oh <my laughs> like, really? God. I've been like this all weekend. You haven't told me? That is so funny. <laughs> there are sometimes when at night. When, like, the kids are down and we're just going to, like, watch an hour or two of television, I'll look at myself and be like, I'm going to go put some hair product in. Something. Oh, really? Yeah, because oh, I'm like. that's sweet. No, but it's. For your wife. But it's. No, it's for Not you. directly for her. It's more like I caught a glimpse of myself <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. oh, boy, this looks off. And then I'm like, is, so I know that that's what I'm looking like right now. And so I'll just zhuzh up. Just a little bit. For yourself. Because let's say you have to be outside and you're being interviewed by the news for some reason. Like a murder. What do you look like? You know? Yes. Well, I was in my kitchen washing a dish. I wouldn't answer the door. I'd be like, and nothing to see here. Keep Uh, moving. But I have to say, go ahead. Which makes them think there's something to see here. Now you're you're probably right. I do have to say, when I was married and or in a you know, a relationship where mm-hmm. I lived with the person. Mm-hmm. I always try to doll up right before they'd get home. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it was probably insecurity though, because I don't want people to know. 
how ugly I really am. <laughs> Donna. <laughs> but you know what I mean? That. I just, I don't, I don't want to be caught that naked. I did that for a long time and then yeah. I just stopped. I think I need to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Especially now, you're you're yeah I'm, yeah. Who are you trying like, to what's the point, right? Yeah, yeah, just embrace your your you. Embrace your you. Celebrate your you, honey. Okay. All right, man. Thanks, man. All right, man. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> uh, I guess now it's time you, you to say use it now. Yeah. If you see something, you should say something, right? Absolutely. So, Amanda Bynes. Who I used to have a huge crush on. Really. And I confessed it to her. On a red carpet. Oh boy, we got to hear that story. Oh, um, she just put out video. an Instagram uh, video. It's the first time we're hearing from her since uh, she said she wanted to end her conservatorship. We've got that story on the way. Steve's uh, name dropping on the way, and more coming up next on my talk. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? You, Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. I guess Amanda Bynes is back. Steve had a big crush on Amanda Bynes. Man, I really did. He just showed me a very embarrassing video. Yeah, we can't even find the conclusion of it. But like, I I, I told her, like, yeah, I, I've had a crush on you for, for three years. Why did you think that would be an important thing to mention? I don't know. I didn't always make the right choices on the red carpet when I was trying to, like, you know, get a different kind of a soundbite from them. Yeah. She and looks really pretty in that. Yes, and I think how it ends is I say, like, oh, and, you know, you you just look gorgeous. And then she says, oh, I think you're cute yourself. Aww. And then we replayed it multiple times. What, and, what's her? And then she goes, do you want to go start a fire? No, this dumpster? is before this. Oh. No, that's why... I would watch this Amanda Bynes story, and and I told Amanda Bynes this when I spoke to her. What is that? Thirteen years ago, I said I saw you on David Letterman, and she was on Letterman, and was had this wonderful appearance, and made a painting of Dave. Like she was a big fan of Letterman, and she's probably, I don't know maybe like nineteen or twenty at this point, maybe even a little younger than that. Okay, and uh, she was so winsome, and everything was great about the appearance, and then. As things started to go get really weird, it was so confusing to me what mm-hmm. was happening. So I have always wanted, I want a good ending to the Amanda Bynes story. Well, she launched a new Instagram account this week. She recorded a video for her fans to thank them for their support after she filed to end her conservatorship. And I think we have the clip. Yes. It's very short. What's up, Instagram? Amanda Bynes here. My court date is coming up in two weeks. I want to thank you all so much for your love and support. Peace out. That's it. Oh. That's all she said. She did not give any other additional comment in the caption. Um, Yeah. So I guess her account features a photo of her and her longtime boyfriend, Paul Michael. And she just wrote check back for updates on new fragrance. She's got a new fragrance coming. So oh. she's adding that to a clothing line. But Paige, I can't even find her Instagram. It seems like it's. Oh, let's see. What is it I called? I can't pull it up. Is, she did there, go to fashion design school. Right. Did, right. She, did right. she graduate? Great questions. I know that she was trying really hard to get her life together. Right. And, um, you know, everything stems from. 
I think in these cases, being a child star and develop either developing or having a mental illness. Yeah. You know, yeah. That with help. She could get better. Yeah. Well, page six um, had this story that she filed to terminate her conservatorship after nearly nine years. She requested to terminate both the um, conservatorship of her person and estate Mm. in a petition. And her, unlike the um, Britney Spears conservatorship, her parents fully support her, her desire oh to end this that's good that's That's good then that must mean good things yeah this is gonna happen then yeah yeah so fully supported by her parents um she was first placed under a conservatorship in 2013 she gave her mother legal control of all her medical and financial affairs um yeah that was about the play the the time she was placed on that um involuntary psychiatric hold Oh, sure. The 5150, I think they call it. So after starting that fire. But man, oh, man. Involved a dog, too. Oh, what happened with a dog? Mm. I just think that you should look it up if you want to. I don't want to make people sad. Oh, no. Uh, I can't believe she's 35. Doesn't that sound weird? Wow. I can't believe she's 35. (laughs) No, I can't either. And she looks really different, you know, like her hair is kind of bi-colored. It's like really, really dark on top and it's gray on the bottom. It's kind of like this mullety thing, real artsy (laughs) kind of. She's got glasses now. Yeah, um, I. it's funny, too, because. And a face um, tattoo. Oh, yeah, face face tattoo. tattoo. On her cheek, yeah. I, um. And what I sent you, Don, I haven't yep. even listened to. Oh, I'm so sure. I'm, I'm, I think it's good. But this goes back to this one appearance on Letterman okay. where she gives him this painting. And all I remember is her being just like lovely and seeming so down to earth. Sweet. And so yeah. when everything went really like hyper there for a while and just like it seemed so upside down from who you had gotten to know her. I forget the name of the Nickelodeon show that she... The Amanda like, Show. The Amanda Show. Yeah, yeah. Okay. she was the star. She did many different characters. Very talented. Oh, I'm just going to pick up where it looks like she's given him the painting. She gives him a painting. Okay. Yeah. Six months ago, I thought I was going to come on, so I thought that I'd, you know, make a painting. And, you you know, mind if we show this? Please do. What, what is, is this you. oil paint? Is it's it? an oil paint. Uh, oil, oil painting. Oh, she did really That nice I did a day. Oh, my gosh. That's wow. amazing. Look at that. Aww. It's you. And listen to how sweet she sounds. It's just lovely. Yeah. Oh, you guys should see this for sure. I'll link this up. I'll oh, my God. She's so she's artistic. Yeah, it's a great painting. It's incredible. And she even put it in a really nice frame. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, maybe that makes sense, though, with her going to fashion design school, right? She's got an artistic yes. vibe. Yes, yes for sure. Her. Sometimes artistic people have a... Hard time. Yeah. You know, they're think they're feeling and taking things in in a different way. Right. It's true. All right. Truth well, you know, I, I think this Britney, St- Britney Spears story was really an important story to get out there and to because our understanding was that conservatorships are nearly impossible to ever right. get out of ever, ever, ever. And in court, it's so important to have a legal precedent for right. something. 
It's very difficult if you don't. And now you do in a very relevant one and a widely known one. So yes. you would think, especially with the support of her parents, Absolutely. Uh, that this should be easy enough. Yes. Um, so hoping good things. I'll link that up if you want to just see some old school Amanda Bynes painting David Letterman on Letterman. Love it. Uh-oh. All right. What do you have about Disney that you were going to share? You know, I was reading something last night. One of the pandemic changes that's been going on at Disney World that seems to be here to stay um, is their reservation system. So right now, it used to be you could just get tickets whenever. You could go to the gate and buy a ticket. I want to come into Disney World. During the pandemic, when they were trying to limit the the size of a crowd during a particular time when they were doing 50% capacity, and then they slowly were ramping it up. Um, goodness, and I can't find the original article I was reading last night, but one of the big wigs at Disney was doing some important phone call yesterday and essentially said there are no signs of them moving away from it, which is good news, bad news. Good news in that, in theory, it keeps the crowd smaller. You can still find yourself in long lines and big crowds, to be sure. But um, their their thought is, if you have less people at the park, chances are you're going to enjoy your stay more. Absolutely. You will get on the attractions that you want. And if that's happening, you're feeling better, which means you're spending more money because you're not grumpy and all po that you didn't get on Rise of the Resistance or whatever. And so Disney seems to be saying no sign of going away from it. The problem that that will cause or the thing you need to consider if you're planning a trip to Disney is it is it is and will be for the foreseeable future critically important that you book reservations. You can't just go to Florida and say, what day do we want to go to Disney World? You have to have your ticket reservations in place when you start planning your trip. Oh, you can yeah. book them out to like, I think like 2024 right wow. now. Wow. So. That's amazing. Okay. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, thank you, Don. Hey, Don. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. For the cookie and fun times. Yes. Thank you for your review, your accurate review. Uncle, what's it called? Toffee-tastic. It's the worst cookie ever made by the Girl Scouts. <laughs> That's not true. And we all love the Girl Scouts. Bye, Dawn. Rocco's coming. Where talk is fun. I am having a blast. My Talk 1071. Here's a scary statistic.